morning. Happy Wednesday. Halfway through the week. It's my least favorite day of the week. You get all your work done. <laughs> and then surprise. More work because there's more days. <laughs> That's weird. You're a weird person. <clears throat> I just want you to know that. In 2019, I've resolved to be more honest about how I feel about people. Okay. Mo, you're weird. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yep. I mean, but so am I. It takes one to know one. So. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> Coming up on today's show, stop getting ripped off, creating a win-win marriage, and the weirdest fast food of 2018. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. But first, it is January 2nd, 2019. We got a few holidays to celebrate. All right, are you ready to laugh? I am so ready. Okay, number one is National Buffet Day. <laughs> like, as you have just Started taken a step into a new diet, healthier choices, <laughs> go to a buffet. Hey, let's go to that all-you-can-eat place. <laughs> eat until they kick us out. Right? <laughs> we eat so much. I, th- I thought you were on a diet. Don't talk to me about no diet. <laughs> When there's all you can eat involved, there is no diet. I do that uh, all you can eat shrimp thing at, at uh, Red Lobster whenever it rolls around. Uh-huh. It's usually on In my October. Birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It usually starts like at the end of September. Yeah. Um, so it's running, and, and I get mad that, like, when I'm done with the plate, they'll only bring you out, like, one more thing at a time. And uh-huh. I'm like, I'm going to eat four more of these. Just bring them all out right, right? now. I don't want to get a skimp on me here. <laughs> It is all I can eat, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My uh, sister-in-law lovingly calls Golden Corral the trough. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Golden Corral, Furs Buffet, similar. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Furs move to the buffet system, but it it was, oof. Yeah. It's bad for you because you're serving yourself at most stations. With the Furs cafeteria line... You'd have a little bit of shame and guilt in front yeah. of people. Yeah. You couldn't just like, give me you know, four of those fish, fried fish <laughs> pa- cakes there. You can't just say that. And they're like, uh, all right. <laughs> oh, fatty. How about some non-fried fish? Would that be better for you? No? Okay. Let's go with salmon. How about that? Steamed. Steamed You want the steamed salmon? salmon? I'll give you four steamed salmon patties. Uh, no, I'll take the fried fish, <laughs> lather on a scoop of tartar sauce. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so the buffet, you're like, oh, oh, I'll use two of them to make a sandwich. Right? <laughs> you can do it. No judgment here. Put some mac and cheese in between two fish patties. I got myself a nice little meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's your that's your appetizer. <laughs> that's yeah. That's just to get me started. <laughs> right. Next it's a salad top with chocolate pudding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna encourage everybody to skip that holiday, okay? You guys you guys right. well, the stick next, out your the next one's gotta be more appropriate, right? For the second um, day of the year? No, not so much. <laughs> National Cream Puff Day. <laughs> but listen, if you're only gonna have one cream puff, that's okay. It's about balance. You know, it is a holiday. It's a national holiday, so we should celebrate it. But just one cream puff. puff. It's not National Stuff Your Face with Cream Puffs Day. It's (laughs) National Cream Puff Day. But don't don't they come in like a 
tower of cream puffs. Or you can buy the little, like, a box of cream puffs from the frozen Frozen food. section. Yeah. But still, you can I have just, just one. Like, you can't go buy one cream puff. No, you can't. I mean... I'm, well, maybe from a bakery. Uh, maybe. I don't I know. I guess. All right, so... <laughs> can you cut that cream puff in half? It's a little big. I'll buy half a cream puff. Thank you. Half a cream puff. Um, lastly, Matt, and this is more fitting with today. Uh, this is silly. National Motivation and Inspiration Day. It's the same day as National Buffet Day. It is the same day as National Buffet Day. Just thinking about it. All the food is making Matt sleepy. Um, Motivation. Be inspired and be motivated <laughs> to stay away from the buffets <coughs> and only oh, have one cream puff. You guys can do it. Stick with it. It's only January 2nd. People I'm here don't to give motivate up. Motivate and inspire you. Don't give yeah, up. Yeah, well, the buffet's calling. So you better. <laughs> I'm only celebrating one of these holidays today. You better convince me <laughs> not to celebrate I'm buffet day. I'm motivated to celebrate buffet day. <laughs> One scoop, two scoops of mac and cheese. Oh my goodness. On my fish sandwich. All right, Matt. <laughs> Let's have a quote unquote. Go ahead, Mo. I don't know this person's name. Craig Groeschel. I thought you were just going to leave it at Craig. Yeah, I know it says Craig, Matt. Craigers. Craig Groeschel. Says, never trust your tongue when your heart is bitter. Oh. Chuck Swindoll said, following God's directives brings you what the world can't promise. A deep sense of lasting satisfaction. Jack Hiles, right, says, what we do today is more important than what we plan to do in the future. And then Revive Our Hearts says, obedience belongs to me. The results belong to God. Truth. All right. <coughs> Whew. Second second day of the year. I'm already exhausted, Mo. Ah, oh, come on, Matt. Wake up. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do a whole nother year. <laughs> you got it in you. I feel like I should just just quit the whole life. Just be done. No, Matt. We don't need it. We don't need it. You got this. Just gonna sit in a dark corner and nope. let the years go by. You have people counting on you. <laughs> you can do it. Uh fine. I'll keep going. On you, not on you. Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, we got two headlines. One of them is fake. One of them is real. Uh, Mo's going to tell me which one is the real one. And by process of elimination, which one is the onion headline. Uh, you can play along at home. So here we go. You ready? Ready. Headline number one. Tom Hanks vows he won't stop until he has portrayed every last American on screen. Oh, gosh. Or ankle scarves are the new cold weather accessory we didn't see coming. Seriously? I feel like neither of these <laughs> is legit. <laughs> I, I feel like one of them has to be a joke. Yeah, one of them is a joke. That's the whole bit. <laughs> That's this whole segment, Mo. <laughs> one's a joke and one's real. <laughs> I feel like both of them have to be a joke. We've only been playing this every day for the last two months. Is that what this is all about? Oh, you mean... I didn't realize. I thought I was picking my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going with Tom Hanks. 
Wrong. Seriously? Ankle why, scarves? Why should you have to sacrifice fashion just because winter brings Arctic-esque temperatures? Instead of opting out of your skin-showing bottoms, just wrap your ankles with scarves. Because apparently, that's the thing now. While you could easily just wear long, regular-length pants, there are scarves specifically meant to be wrapped around your ankles. The trend was first reported by Milan-based publication Lercio. Now, it didn't doesn't appear that there are any specific scarves designed for your ankles on the market here in America just yet, but kids' ones will work just as good. If you're bold enough to, to bring the trend to your neighborhood, of course, just don't forget to buy two. <laughs> Literally wrapping tiny kid scarves around your ankles instead of wearing pants long enough to go all the way down to your shoes. That's literally what they're doing. <laughs> There's so many pictures you're showing me. I didn't even Google all the pictures. This is so dumb. <laughs> I just don't understand. It looks so stupid. It looks like a regular scarf with the... The whole side and yeah. the, the long side sticking out. And you just got them both flopping on your shoe. I can't believe people are for real, for real doing this. <laughs> I feel like they would come undone all the time. Like, if you were actually walking somewhere, I feel like you would have to keep bending down and adjusting yeah. them. Or you'd have to, like, pin them together before you left the house or something. It's just, it seems so weird. Why are you so weird, America? If I see somebody wearing an ankle scarf, for real, I'm giving you a hard time. <laughs> Dang millennials out there with your ankle scarves and your... I think I think you got your ankle confused. That Like, that's not your neck. Your neck is up here. <laughs> not, not below your calf. That's an ankle. Ankle. Say it with me. Ankle. Very That's one good. Of those words where Very you say good. it often enough. It sounds, it sounds weird. weird. That's ankle. any word. Ankle. 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 That's any ankle. word. Ankle. 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 Word. Word. Bowl. Word. Bowl. Word. Bowl. Word. Bowl. <laughs> Feel like it's limit. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Phone. Roads. Phone. Ruads. Phone. Roods. <laughs> uh, I love Black Sheep or Tommy Boy or whichever movie that is. Whatever it is. I love that one movie that was two movies. <clears throat> <laughs> it's true. With David Spade and Chris Farley. Yep. True story. <laughs> Came out the same year. Started the same two guys, both on a road trip. Yeah, very strange. Yep. Uh, Destined to get them confused for yeah. the rest of our lives. <laughs> but yeah, just such a strange. I just. <laughs> it's so strange. Ankle scarves. I, nope. I just don't get it. I'm not getting behind it. And for real, Matt, if you ever see me wearing an ankle scarf, like, give me the hardest time ever. Please. If I, if I see any of you wearing ankle scarves, I'm gonna straight up punch you in the face <laughs> just, I, just, I cannot support this behavior 
by letting you go unpunched. Yeah. That's like your whole, what you told us a couple years ago. If you see me drinking a soda. If you see me drinking a non-diet soda, just slap slap it it out out of my my hand. hand. (laughs) Oh, and for months I watched in (laughs) eager anticipation. Because you had permission. I did. It would have been so satisfying. Yep. I had a... Uh, and I'm still telling that to everybody. Yeah. Uh, we have our, our greeter at CR, his name's Steve. And I had a bag with uh, a diet soda in it, but he thought it was a regular soda. And he snatched it out of my hand. Really? So you're not supposed to have that. And he looked at it like, oh, it's diet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so people are watching. People are yeah. on point. But yeah, I was telling David the other day, it's, it's been, uh, Has it been almost, two years? almost two years. About yeah. the middle of this month, it'll be two years. Yeah. Because it was in the middle of January where I'm like, all right, I need to stop. Yeah. With the liter bottles of Code Red Mountain Dew every single day. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I got fat. Soda was how I got fat. Yeah. Because I drank so much of it all the time, and it's just so full of sugar. Now, don't you just feel like, since it's the <coughs> reason that you got fat, and I only say that because you just said it. Like <laughs> you're, you're allowed to state the obvious. <laughs> it's not going to offend me. Yeah, but it's still not nice. Like, it just doesn't sound good. I feel like... I, I do goad you with the jokes every now and then, though. Anytime you say something slightly sounding like I eat too much. Why? Because I'm fat? You saying that because I'm fat? Shut makes up! Makes you so mad. I've never said that! <laughs> you, want, you want to finish my fries? Why? Because I'm fat? <laughs> I've never called you fat! <laughs> Have you seen Dumplin'? Have you seen the movie Dumplin'? No. Oh, Dumplin'? yeah! It's a new movie about a girl who was heavy, wow. and her best friend tells her, "For the record, I never saw you as fat." <laughs> <laughs> For the record, Matt. <laughs> what were you gonna say though? I don't remember. Since, oh, since, since I know soda the case, was the yeah. reason that you got fat, uh-huh. and I feel like I also have put on quite a few pounds because I drink too much soda. <laughs> If we eliminate that from our life, like, shouldn't that just take us back to right? What? Shouldn't like, we just start drinking? Yeah. Like, yeah, why nice. do we have to do all this extra work? <laughs> we didn't do all this extra work to get to where we are. Why can't we just take out what we used in the first place and we'll be fine? <laughs> uh, remember when everybody was getting liposuction in the 90s? Yeah. They'd hook up a vacuum and just suck it all out of your body. Yeah. Has that stopped? I feel like I haven't heard about liposuction in a long time. All I hear about is the balloon they put in your gut. Oh, gas, you, gas, yeah, gastric vibe. Or yeah, they or they cut out a portion of your stomach or intestine. I had liposuction, Matt. You had liposuction? Yeah. Where? When I had my okay, here we go. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> you had surgery. For all of our listeners, I have surgery. had corrective surgery. That's right. I forgot all about that because yeah. it was so awkward. I needed to not think about it. And now I have to think about it again. So Why was you. it awkward? Just because of the area. Listen, and when what you Deidre gained 100 pounds with pregnancy. And what Deidre told me happened. What happened? You showed everybody. Oh. <laughs> everybody like, oh wanted gosh. to know. That's so personal and weird. <laughs> Why would that happen? Whatever. When you gain 100 pounds in pregnancy and then you lose the 100 pounds, that skin doesn't go away. <laughs> I felt uh, like Adam Sandler on Click, okay? <laughs> with, the, 
With the tongue. The flap. Licking. Okay. Looks like a tongue. <laughs> Will you stop playing with that ass? <laughs> <laughs> it's my flap. <laughs> that's what it was like. <laughs> See, that's what I'm afraid of if I lose weight. I'm going to have so much like extra skin. It's going to be weird. Plastic surgery is not that bad. Yeah. My mom had uh, had lost a lot of weight. She's lost a lot of weight in the last three, four years. Mm-hmm. And so now she has like a ring around her stomach of yeah. just excess yeah. that she says she is considering getting cut off. Mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, I don't know. I mean, it's not like you're going to be going out dating. but you can still see it through clothes like that's the bad like the the part that stinks well definitely women anyway yeah Yeah. and you lose all this weight women tend to have tighter clothes yeah yeah like i've i've seen a few men who have lost a ton of weight Mm -hmm. and you'd never know that they had excess skin yeah because you can't tell from the outside uh but yeah but then it's a whole different picture when the when the, clothes <laughs> when the come shirts off, off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the, the first time I saw it, it was a dude I didn't know was fat before, mm-hmm. and he had just slimmed down like that year before. He still had this weight, and he took his shirt off, and I thought he was he had like a disability that I didn't know about that was like skin melting like a skin or something. Condition. Like, <laughs> I was going to ask, what is wrong with you? But then I stopped myself like, what do you what? have? And how do I make sure I don't get it? <laughs> Why are you melting off your skin or off your bones? <laughs> Dude, are you okay? <laughs> is this what skin and bones is? Is this what they say where you're skin all skin and, and bones? bones? Disease. Do you need a sandwich? I will get you a sandwich. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, When we come back, we're going to be talking about having a win-win marriage. Until then, enjoy the music. Stick around. Glorious Wednesday. Glad to have you with us. Well, you know, you you use these adjectives as if it's glorious for everyone. Hey. Matt, somebody may we, be having a really crappy Wednesday right now. Didn't we learn in Five Random Facts that if we hear something enough, we will consider it the truth? Sure. So if we say, hey, today's a glorious day, the, the more the people hear it, the more they're like, you know what? Today is pretty glorious, Okay, I guess. you know what? It is the day that the <laughs> Lord has made. We should rejoice and be glad in it, even in our circumstances. It may not be a glorious day for you, and that's okay. That's all right. Yeah, look, for you personally, maybe not. But overall, it's a glorious day because God <laughs> made it. God made it, and we're here. Let's all do right. it. All right. Speaking of facts. You ready? Hit us. One out of every 21 New Yorkers is a millionaire. <laughs> Can I just go to New York and become a millionaire? Is that how it works? You're the 21st person. Yes! You a million dollars. <laughs> Chris is number 22. 22. Sorry for you. You get nothing. There's a swift kick in the behind. 
All right. Number two, bilinguals personalities change depending on the language they're speaking in, according to research. Yeah. I Yeah, I get that. I get that, too. Even though I believe it also would be with dialects as well. Or not dialects, but uh, what am I thinking? Accents. Okay. Because, and Daedra sees this a lot more than I do, but when I hang out with my mother, who mm-hmm. has a kind of more of a... More of a she talks a little more southern. Okay. She has wash and stuff like that instead okay. of wash. Uh, I become a lot more like my mother. Yeah. I become like I was when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I've grown and become kind of a different person with more people I've hung out with. Yeah. And I've changed the way I talk because I used to talk like that. But when I hang out with my mom for too long, like I did last week for a few days, and then I come back, I have to like reacclimate to who I really am. Yeah. Because. I start to become her. Yeah. <laughs> I start to become a, a person from the South. <laughs> and uh, I talk like her and everything. I have the same inflection and all this. And, and Deidre hears it immediately. Yeah. And I don't notice it. But, yeah, so if if even just that little bit will change how I act and react mm-hmm. to things, I can completely see how someone who speaks both, maybe who grew up in a, a Hispanic family, mm-hmm. so speaks Spanish, but grew up in America... Yeah. As a first generation kid, so speaks English perfectly well. How they'd be two completely different people. Yep. Yeah. I completely I, understand that. Makes perfect sense to me. Uh number three, being in love shows up in brain cell in brain scans like an addiction, not an emotion. Yeah. And I've heard this one before. And uh I think that's entirely why the Bible says, well, not entirely why, but I think that's one of the reasons why the Bible makes it clear that they're the three most important things are faith, hope, and love. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that uh, faith specifically just means, you know, religious faith, faith in God, but faith in other people, yeah. which would include faith in like your spouse, mm-hmm. anything like that. You can't just have the love emotion mm-hmm. and that's going to carry you through. That's why so many marriages fail because they go in on nothing but the love emotion, mm-hmm. and then eventually love for fades. everybody that yeah. that love that 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 spark mm-hmm. uh, and even the intensity of it is going to fade. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, there were some bad years for Deidre and I, and you and Chris have had issues mm-hmm. uh, where love wasn't going to be enough to carry us through. Yeah. We had to have those other things, that commitment mm-hmm. that came through having faith in each other and having a hope for better times yeah. that uh, would pull us through in a marriage. So I can completely see how this could be absolutely true yeah. and still be a relatively good thing, mm-hmm. uh, but a bad thing at the same time. Right. If you if you go in on nothing but that, then that is what it is. It's mm-hmm. an addiction. Yeah. You're addicted to that love, to that romance, and then when that dries up, you leave. Mm-hmm. That's something that we deal with in CR. That's actually one of the things uh, on a printout list of love and relationship addiction. Yeah. People that have to have that that incoming and outgoing sense of, of true passionate love mm-hmm. in order to survive. And then when that dries up, they have to go find somebody else to have that same thing with. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It goes that that's a really deep fact. It is a really deep <laughs> it can fact. Go a lot you deeper went than that, much farther into it than I anticipated <laughs> you you were going to go into, but okay. I've really been thinking about it. <laughs> uh, number four. Yeah. After Beethoven went deaf, he realized that he could attach a metal rod to his piano and bite down on it while he played, allowing him to hear pitch through the vibrations in his jawbone. This called 
This is called bone <laughs> conduction. This is called bone conduction. This is called bone conduction. <laughs> that seems incredibly painful to me. It's not. No? Uh, I, I learned about this in, in, in choir, actually. We were taught about this. Really? Uh, for just Yeah, just briefly. And they kind of showed us how it worked, and I even got to try it out. Uh, and it's really weird, but yeah, all it is is just vibrations through your your skull. Your your ear does the same thing. Hmm. It's just when people are deaf, their ears don't work the same way. Right. Um, so it's just you, you bite down. I mean, it feels kind of strange, you know, it, it kind of... Oh, for lack of a better word, tickles your mouth. Yeah. But uh, you, know, you do hear the tone. That's crazy. Yeah, it's very strange. Huh, interesting. <coughs> and lastly, a single strand of spaghetti is called spaghetto. <laughs> Just one strand. You want spaghetto? I would like a single spaghetto, please. Spaghetto. With sauce. <laughs> All <sighs> the sauce. All of the sauce, <laughs> but just one strand. All it right, can be a really you. long strand. Do you are you a fan of long noodles, <coughs> or do you like? Oh, do I like my spaghetti long or to cut, cut it up? up? Um, I typically like to be able to twirl it, so I like it long. Okay, but would you like super long or just long enough to twirl? Like you know, a, maybe half the length of a spaghetti strand. You can still usually twirl. I have not thought of it this much. No, <laughs> like. It's I'm, a noodle. I'm, only, I'm only thinking of it because Deidre makes fun of me like with ramen. Uh-huh. I break the bricks in I half. I break the bricks in half. Okay. Because they're too long. Yeah. They're too dang long. Yeah. I do not want to sit there having to to uh, lady in the trampet all the way up to my yeah. mouth from the bowl for who knows how many minutes. <laughs> so now that you say it. Okay. I break the bricks in half. Maybe yeah. I'll do quarters. To Sometimes, where it's a, yeah. Okay. Sometimes I'll do quarters. Chris too. crushes his. Oh, so I he mean, eats like, it like rice. Uh-huh. But, and if he had it his way, the spaghetti noodles would be broken up into yeah. small. So I'm guessing he prefers tiny noodles. So and, he, eats, he eats it like rice. And, yeah. Yeah. That's I, weird. Um, now, I guess I used to do that. There was a time when I ate spicy ramen noodles with tortilla chips. Like I would... I would let them soak up the uh-huh. soak up the juice as much as I can, and then I would scoop them I up with tortilla chips. I could see that. Chips. It sounds good. It was weird because I mean, it's like it's you're two, mixing two, cultures, two starches, <laughs> and mixing. Yeah, but I mean, it was. Uh, but because it was like the picante chicken, it tasted Mexican. Yeah, and so it went well uh, palate wise. But you had to have it broken up like that for that to work. Yeah, yeah. But that's the only time I would ever do that if I'm having it as noodles. Yeah. I need to experience it as pasta. It's got to be twirling as well. Yeah. So, and we've been married 13 years and I've known for 13 years. That's how he likes his ramen and <laughs> I make his ramen that way. Well, when he makes ramen for us, he doesn't ask me how I like my ramen. <laughs> just breaking them all up. He breaks them all up. And it was up until just a couple months ago that I was like, you know, I like my noodles a little bit longer. And he's like, oh, you don't like it all crushed up? No, not really. <laughs> You gotta speak up in your marriage as well. Yeah, well, can't I'm let this stuff it. fester. <laughs> that's the I'm noodle on length. It. That's the kind of thing that's gonna. <laughs> it's the kind of thing take that down can end marriage. us there. <laughs> exactly. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Oh, uh, that one went a little deeper than I meant to. 
Uh, all right, speaking of food, uh, we got some artist updates. Um, I'm going to read this list to you of what Jimmy Needham, uh, his menu for Christmas Day was. Why are we still talking about Christmas? Because uh, we a have lot of three... things. Because a lot of things happened on Christmas, and we, we haven't have been here since Christmas. Sixty-three days until Christmas. <laughs> There's only so many updates I have. <laughs> some of them happened on Christmas. Bye. So this was his Christmas Day menu. Okay. Pan-seared boneless ribeye with homemade hollandaise. Potato gratin with rosemary crust, lemon butter green beans with garlic and parmesan, stove cooked eggnog, chocolate orange hazelnut tart, and baklava uh, from his mother's recipe. Um, tell Where's me if this ham? is the, tell me if this is the same for you, and it might just be me because I'm a picky eater who grew up in America. Okay. The more fancy a meal gets, like this sounds super fancy. The more gross it sounds to me. I think like, this I'm looking... sounds amazing. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm looking at all that. I'm like, I don't want any of these things. <laughs> <laughs> now, I would like the ribeye cooked a little more past seared. There's something that just grosses me out about it being seared. Yeah. But homemade hollandaise and potato gratin, lemon butter, green beans with garlic and Parmesan, that sounds Phenomenal. Yeah, it sounds really good. I'm can, I'm a little bit leery about the stove cooked eggnog. Just being honest. Yeah. And no, that's about it. See, it's like pan seared boneless ribeye with homemade holidays. Uh, I don't want the holidays. I like meat like that, you know, and steak and stuff like that around that area, but I don't know if I want a pan seared ribeye. Yeah. Uh, I could have a boneless ribeye by itself with some steak sauce or whatever. Like Give that. That's A1. what I want. Simple. Keep the holiday, simple stuff. Keep that holiday. A1 sauce, please. Potatoes gratin? Sure. The rosemary crust is what's throwing it off for me. I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> do we have to have that disgusting thing on top of it? Or can we just have all gratin potatoes? That'd be good. Just, you know, it's stuff and like from that. the box. I just want. No, I can have. No, you can make normal stuff, you know, yeah. real stuff. Just. But I'll eat the box too. <laughs> you know, I'll eat the stuff from the box. I feel like I just I have simple tastes. That's what it is. That's what you're supposed to say, so you don't sound weird. You don't say I'm I'm, I'm picky and I eat like a kid. No, I have very simple tastes. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't fancy around here. I had a friend in <laughs> Italy that fancy stuff who uh, said I eat like a kid. Mm-hmm. She wanted mac and cheese and chicken nuggets and. To the point to where when she flew home and, you know, you're flying across the ocean, so you get the meal and everything, she ordered the kid's meal that came with the chicken nuggets and the mac and cheese instead of the pasta (laughs) with the meat sauce and the green beans. I'll take the kid's meal. Thank you. (laughs) Deidre and I went to this dinner theater thing that was supposed to be super fancy. You had to dress up. You had to have a tie. You had all this and gave you the menu when you were there and. The options for dinner were all like uh, kind of fish I didn't like and all this other stuff. I just the two op- the two adult options were gross. Yeah. To me, and the kids' option was like three chicken tenders. Yeah. I'm like, can I have the kids? Please. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Maybe two of them if you have an extra. I don't know how many kids you're planning for, but. <laughs> it was 
And it was embarrassing. And I embarrassed Deidre, too. <laughs> like, seriously? <laughs> I'm like, look, you didn't tell me the menu. I didn't get to plan. Could have brought a snack. Something. Yep. It's so strange. Uh, all right, anyway. Next artist update. Comedian Bob Smiley says his, his uh, wife, Sarah, has a real heart for charity. He posted, I just found out she gives weekly to an orphanage called Nordstrom. She really cares a lot about those kids. <laughs> I'm totally doing this. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's brilliant. I'm doing uh, it. I would have bought it. I would have bought it. Yep. I never go in any of those stores. Right? I I donate to an orphanage called Forever 21. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Every week. Every 50 week. 50 to $100 at least. <laughs> <laughs> All I right, think so, it's brilliant. <laughs> so we got 10 rules here in creating a win-win marriage. I have not pre-read these, so it's going to be a surprise for all of us. Who's ready? Not you me. ready? Nope. All right. Rule number one. I will communicate my expectations and not take it for granted that my spouse understands what I need or want. That also includes ramen. Bing. (laughs) (laughs) Number two. I will verify my assumptions so that I have accurate information and feedback. That's a gosh darn big one right there. That is a big one. Uh, Assumptions ruin almost all relationships, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Oh, yeah. Because we are so stupid when we just assume someone meant something, and I'm guilty. I mean, we're both guilty of it. Yeah, we've done it a time, but I just—it's the dumbest thing we do as humans to just assume offense was meant. Mm -hmm. Can we assume the best in people and wait till they confirm that they hate you (laughs) to your (laughs) face? (laughs) Like Like my mother is the worst about that. She was telling me a story about uh, another a friend of hers, uh, you know, an acquaintance of hers. You know, she knows she's talked to a few times, but not like close friends. But her acquaintance like wrote something on Facebook about uh, she'd been battling a kidney disease and hadn't told anybody about it until she was letting the world know about it at this mm-hmm. point, <clears throat> and said that she was going to be taking some time off from her job, or no, she was retiring. She was going to be retiring from her her job, a business that she owned, and. And she was just going to take some time to focus on herself and getting better. And so my mom wrote her a text message asking, uh, you know, basically just the details of all the disease. Yeah. How are you doing? What's what's going on? Can you tell me more about what you've been dealing with? And, you know, she wrote it in a place of genuine concern. Yeah. And the woman never responded. And so my mom said, so I just assumed that maybe she just, maybe she didn't like me as much as I thought. And I didn't text her anymore. And. We haven't really talked. I'm like, Mom, people think about you a lot more than you, or a lot less than you think they do. Yeah. She might have gotten that text at any given point in her life where she was too busy to answer it and forgot about it. Yeah. Or she might have been in a place where she just didn't really want to talk talk about about it. it. Yeah. She wants to talk about normal things. Yeah. But you never gave her any other kind of chance, and now you just essentially cut her out of your life for nothing uh, based on... A random assumption mm-hmm. on nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. We just, yeah, she's the worst at that. Um, but 
I find myself doing the same thing on things. I'm like, mm, I wonder, I wonder why. I wonder why this person must obviously hate me because they're not responding right away. Yeah. Like I know, like our John and Hillary, I'll text them; they'll never respond. They never and respond. Sometimes, to yeah, and sometimes my first response is, "What do I do to take John off?" Yeah, and then I remember, oh, they're just incompetent and never check their messages <laughs> or send anything back to let them know we got it. Yeah, <laughs> same thing at happened because this Thursday they had to cover for CR, so I sent John this whole thing. Hey, I'm not going to be here. Here's a whole list of things you got to do. Because uh, they've been ready for it. They knew that this was yeah. probably going to happen sometime soon. Uh, I said, you know, thank you for helping me out, whatever. Mm-hmm. I expected a thumbs up back or something. Yeah. He didn't send me anything back. So the next day, which was Thursday, I'm like, hey, you you got my message, right? And he goes, yeah, no no worries. <laughs> I'm like, so I have to actively ask a question yeah. for you to respond. <laughs> Well, and that's when when Hillary was <coughs> nannying the kids. That's one of the things that I said. Listen, I know you're not good about checking and responding to messages, but if I send you a message, I need you to respond to me. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm gonna think my kids have like mm. hogtied you and they're burning the house down. They're like, they're the worst. Their their phones always have like 57 notifications. Yeah. I'm like, just clear them. You clear them as they come. They yeah. won't build up and you won't be lost. Yep. Uh, anyway, moving on. Rule three. I will strive towards understanding my spouse's feelings and thoughts on a matter first and without criticism before attempting to negotiate or compromise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rule number four. I will focus on resolving the issues and not attempt to make my spouse or our relationship the problem. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's never a be all end all situation. Yeah. Folks. Uh, rule five, well, almost never. I'm sure there are certain situations that could arise. There might be be all and all, but rule number five, I will give myself and my spouse permission to take a time out from the discussion whenever it is requested or needed, as long as I give specific time frame when we will resume problem solving. Okay. So I like that mm-hmm. ending there. Cause you know me, I can't take a time out from something. Right. Yeah. You're not good at timeouts. I am not good at timeouts. Work it out right now. I know. No. We have yes. to. We have to discuss it. We got to figure it out. That's just how I am. But I don't like to sit on things. I don't like to stew on things. I am honestly terrified of like the worst case scenario happening and never being able to resolve that situation with that person. Do you know what I mean? Yes, but at the same time, I feel like you'd have your head wrapped around it much better if you did take a break. Maybe. Because <laughs> I feel like often when you get into that situation... But we've discussed this before. Panicked. We've discussed this <laughs> before. I overanalyze uh, things. Yeah. So while the other person may have a better head on their shoulders, I probably won't. <laughs> I'm coming true. at it you with stew. an arsenal yeah. full of... You stew on things. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just how I am. You're just, you're just bad person to have an argument with. Let's just put it that I way. am. There's, there's no real winning in this there situation. There is no. If you're going to argue with me, you better be in it. And you better know that you're right. You better be in it to win it. You better have your facts checked. I'm serious. <laughs> oh, Mo. That's funny. Hey, I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. And I haven't quite figured out whether this one is a strength or weakness yet, okay? <laughs> 
<laughs> Until I know whether it's a good or a bad thing, I'm sticking with it. Oh, man. All right. Rule number six. I will accept a neutral place and time to discuss problems that are mutually satisfactory and does not give one partner any advantage over the other. Uh, that would mean not arguing at your mother's house <laughs> where your mother will chime in from the kitchen. You know that's right. Whenever you say something. You know that's right. <laughs> uh, number seven. Uh, I will take ownership of and be completely accountable for my own feelings, thoughts, attitudes, and behaviors first without blame shifting things towards my spouse. Uh, that's usually the place I get to when I have time to think about the argument when mm-hmm. we have a break. I usually get to a point, well, let me think about how much of a jerk I've been in this argument mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. Dang it. Now I have to apologize. Yeah. <laughs> so I come back. Look, I get it. I'm sorry. Let's figure something out. That's usually yeah. how most of my arguments end. I am not good in the moment. I immediately go on the attack mode if it's yeah. if we don't take a break to calm down. Um, yeah. Uh, rule eight, I will be responsive and not reactive when discussing issues or receiving feedback about my behavior from my spouse. Responsive and not reactive. See, that one's a hard one, right? You're laughing. So there was, (laughs) there was a time where we were in right in the midst of our really hard time in our marriage and we were trying to work on things and trying to just figure out what life was going to be like and we had gone to uh it was at new year's we had gone to a friend's house for a new year's party they were more of chris's friends than my friends he worked Mm -hmm. with them not really the crowd that i would typically hang out with i felt super uncomfortable all night we got into an argument And we were arguing there at the house. And he tells me, I'm going to stop bringing you places if this is how you're going to (laughs) act. And in that moment, I felt like a child being scolded by my dad, you know. And I just looked at him and I was like, oh, oh, really? You're going to stop taking me places? You're going to stop taking me places. Okay, so you can just (laughs) stop taking me places, Daddy, and I'll just stay home from now on. Okay, how's that sound? (laughs) But just reading that just took me right back to that place of receiving feedback about my behavior from my spouse. (laughs) I was definitely in the wrong, and the way that I reacted was very wrong. But the way that he approached it also was very wrong. That was a bit bad. Yeah. I'm going to stop taking you places. (laughs) You won't get to come anymore. You will stay home by yourself. It wasn't, it wasn't a very dad line yeah. for a kid. <laughs> you can't behave. I'm not bringing you with me anymore. <sighs> this is how you're going to act. <laughs> See, like four years later on the other side of it, five years on the other side of it, I can laugh about yeah. it. <laughs> but at that moment, oh. Because now we're, now we're both out of your mind for a little while. <laughs> we kind of were. Uh, rule number nine. <laughs> I will not attempt to control my spouse with sarcasm, rage, threats, manipulation, shame, jealousy, or silence. That's a big one. Hmm? Yeah, that, that, I mean, a lot of these, but like specifically this one to me is about remembering even when there's a disagreement 
we're arguing on the same team mm-hmm. to be a better team. Yeah. Not arguing as two opposing teams to find a winner. Yeah. Um. So yeah, when you this this kind of stuff's playing dirty. Mm-hmm. This is this is the kind of stuff where you're obviously on opposing teams, and you're cheating to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, especially that silence one. Man. That silence one would drive me nuts. It would drive you nuts, too. Oh. Yeah. Just, but immediately. Yeah. Like, at first, I'd be fine with the silence, because I want to be silent, too. We're just going to sit there and we're going to stew and figure things out in our brain. But if I came back and she wouldn't talk to me, I'd, I would just, I'd lose my mind. Uh-huh. I think that <laughs> might be, like... I, I'm i not a physical person at yeah. all, but I think I might would get physical in that moment. <laughs> like, if you are, like, you're looking at me and you can hear me talking to you and you are purposely ignoring me and not responding to me, I might get a little bit physical in that moment. <laughs> I we, may have we, to shake a person. <laughs> we might be buying a new lamp after this one's broken on your head. I might have to shake somebody. Stop. Talk to me! I know you hear me! I know you do! Uh. No, but this... So that actually... One of the things that I think is perfect for... Well, you've talked about what you and Deidre do when you're in, like, the midst of a heated argument and there's just no getting out of it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and say it. You get naked. Yeah, you fight naked. <laughs> so Chris and I don't fight naked, but we definitely wrestle. And that like gets to the point to where it's like, okay, we're getting out this anger and aggression. We're not hurting each other right. by any means, but we're getting out this anger and aggression. And by the end of it, we're laughing. Right. And it becomes a, a more intimate thing. Yeah. Because it's something that y'all always done. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, take a note from our book. It may not be right, <laughs> you know. You know, clothed or not clothed, whichever route you want to go. Clothed not clothed, sometimes you got to body slam a fool. <laughs> get to a point where you're good. Try and make sure there's a soft area beneath you when you do that. You know, a bed, a couch, something, something nice to land on because that'll turn real quick if you just body slam them on the tile floor. But, but again, this is only good for marriage situations. Please refrain from this if you're not married. Because uh, we're doing rules for win-win marriage here. Yes. Rule number 10. Win-win marriage. <laughs> I will actively seek the forgiveness of my spouse when I am aware of any wrongdoing on my part, and I will extend forgiveness when it's asked for. That's and a uh, that's a big one. And more to the point for me would be once it's forgiven, you don't bring it up anymore, mm-hmm. especially in future fights. Oh, yeah. And that yeah. is one thing that I'm extremely grateful for with my wife is not once has she ever thrown anything back in my face after we've already worked it out. Um, and I hope I haven't done that either. She hasn't ever told me I've done that to her. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, and that's it's a even, blessing to not have to deal with that kind of fighting. I've got to say it's even in like a joking manner. <clears throat> yeah. Like you don't do it as a joke. You don't do it sarcastically you don't do it right from an honest standpoint once it's been forgiven it's done mm-hmm. bury it and now I mean, a lot of people say forgive and forget that's usually not possible you can't right. really forget something that if it's especially if it's something that you that you were hurt by your spouse you're not going to forget it right but letting it go is a different thing mm-hmm. 
you can let it go. It's been settled. Mm-hmm. If Absolutely. it's been settled, you don't bring it up anymore. So I think, Matt, there's actually 11 rules. All right, what's the 11th one? Okay. Refraining from using always and never. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You always do this. Or nothing's, you... Yeah. Nothing's a be-all, end-all situation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I know <coughs> for a lot of people, that just, it's like a nail in the coffin when you say, well, you always... You always do this or you never do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, it provokes an argument it provokes feelings of frustration and hurt and oh yeah i mean because if it is something that you have done in the past that they want you to do or vice versa um and they say that you've never done this for them Mm -hmm. then it tells you either one they didn't care when you did do it Mm -hmm. or number two uh they Oh, what was I going to say? I don't remember what the second point was. The one they don't care. I uh, came up with the first one second. Now I forgot the first <laughs> one that I came up with before. I don't care that you, uh, when you did do it, or, or number two. Oh, okay. Or number two, they're not invested enough of the relationship uh, to give you the credit for it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. To say always and never in your arguments is more like doubly cruel. It's yeah. not just being rude. It's being... Um, like intentionally hurtful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely, I agree with that. Add that to the list. For me, it's like when like <coughs> Chris is good about this now. Now that we've gone through counseling and that whole always and never thing was brought up, but when he would say, "You never listen to me," then that's like, "Okay, fine. Watch, watch this. I am never going to listen to you. Watch me." <laughs> Let's make that true now. Watch. You that- said it like a fact. Now it's going to be a fact. <laughs> and that that's just my personality, you know, where you always, da-da-da-da-da, okay, you always take all the hot water. Done. You will never have another hot shower again. <laughs> it's like you're giving me permission by saying that, so I will do it. Thank you. I've always enjoyed my hot showers. I'll be in there for 30 minutes, full blast. And that's not helping either, you know, like him saying that and then my response to it, that's not, neither case is, is okay. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, folks. <laughs> so get your marriage right. Get your life yep. right. Yep. It's the new year. It's 2019. You're going to go into 2019 with a garbage marriage? No, you're not. You're going to win-win. Win-win. <laughs> we got this. 2019 is the year to get your life right before the big one comes in 2020. Right? We all need to be on our game for 2020. 2020 right? needs to be a good year. So you get all your garbage out this year. This is the forget year. The 2019. No one's ever going to remember 2019. 2020 is a big deal. Yep. Let's kick it off the right way. All right? Counting on all of you. That's right. When we come back, figure out how you're getting ripped off so you can quit that too this year. <laughs> you rubes. Welcome back 
to the third hour on this third day of the week, second day of the year, 2019th year of the AD. <laughs> you lost me a long time ago. <laughs> it's not of existence. Earth is not just 2019 years old. Uh, yeah. So here we are. This is where we exist. 2019. Uh, how long does it take for you to, to stop writing 2018 on everything? I don't feel like I write it anymore. You don't write it on anything? I mean... I mean, it's not often. It used to be checks and you would do it every single day. Exactly. Or when we were in high school and we had to name and date yeah, our paper. You know, it was every day. But I... And I, because I've been thinking about this the last couple of days, yeah. thinking I just don't write the year on much anymore. I know I still do it like banking deposits and stuff like that, but we do online banking. All right, banking. you have USA, don't yeah, you? yeah. So it's all so, online. Yeah. So mm. I really, I'm, I write checks like once a month. So I feel like by that time, by the time that I have to write a check. My brain is already, mm. and I've thought enough about it to be like, oh, remember, it's 2019. You can't write 2018. So. Well, 2018 was the the good year to forget because you can turn most letters into an eight. That's true. Or most numbers into an eight. Even a seven, you could turn into an eight. Yeah. But you can't turn an eight into a nine. <laughs> it's true. It's going to be rough. It is going to be, be a rough. rough year for those people that struggle like I do. Yeah. Well, here's the news, folks. Uh, how early were you up on Christmas morning? A new survey found that parents of young children were likely to be awoken bright and early by the excited little ones on Christmas Day. Those with kids between ages 2 and 6 were typically awakened no later than 6.45 in the morning. And 1 in 6 parents will find themselves jarred awake in the middle of the night by children who are simply too excited to sleep. Uh, on the other hand, if your children are now teenagers, you're much more likely to sleep in uh, The survey of 2000 parents commissioned by the United Kingdom bedding company, happy beds found that teens were least likely to wake up before their folks, just 15%, uh, rise and shine before 7am. So what time you have a mix of age ranges, I have seven, 11 and 13. What time was everybody up in so your house? So Mila came into our room. <laughs> at seven o'clock right on the dot yeah. right on the dot it was like 701 when i actually grabbed my phone and looked at it after she came in she laid down in the bed with us and then canon came in 45 minutes later and then, 45 minutes Ooh. so at 745 Sorry, is when we actually got up and mm. Got moving, got out of bed and everything. Well, I found this new story interesting because it was exactly 6.45 when, was he, it? when Eli came into our room. Yeah. And he hopped into bed with us, too. He didn't even ask to come out, and he hadn't even run and gone seen the presents yeah. yet. So he laid down, and I'm like, is he just going to stay here? So I turned around facing him, like, do you want to go see if we have presents out in the living room? He goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> and runs out there. And then he runs back. You gotta come see this. Aww. It was adorable. And then, uh, then we got Johnny awake, and he walks in there and goes, "Wow!" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the highest pitched wow you've ever heard. 
It's been exciting. That's awesome. Uh, 84-year-old, just graduated with her bachelor's degree, is showing that it's never too late to follow your dreams. Janet Fine was one of many students who walked across the stage at the University of Texas at Dallas, but her journey was a unique one. After retiring from her secretarial job at 78, she decided she didn't want to do the activities most places were offering for people her age. She just wasn't in to shuffleboard. <laughs> Fine applied to the University of Texas at Dallas and was accepted. School allows people 65 and older to take up to six credit hours free of charge. Even as she grew older and had to use a walker and oxygen tank, Fine did not let that deter her. Eventually, Fine ended up in a wheelchair and finished her degree online. At Wednesday's graduation, she proudly accepted her bachelor's degree in sociology as her family cheered her on. Good for her. Isn't that fantastic? Good for her. And this last news story is actually a list of the most ridiculous new fast food menu items that came out in 2018. You want to look over these? Tell me if you tried them. We got the Arby's Arbinator. The roast beef chain gave us what we didn't know we wanted, putting their famed seasoned curly fries directly on a roast beef sandwich. Mm-hmm. It was I haven't good. tried it. Have you tried it? Yes, it was good. It looked amazing. I love Arby's. If I could a, eat Arby's all the time, I would. I'm a yeah. fan of Arby's. Yeah. They can get a little expensive, but every now and then they do that those deals. Mm-hmm. Like I was going there uh, a couple times a week when they were doing the two for five dollar um, beef and cheddar with bacon yeah. sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Ooh, their bacon's good. I yeah, I love bacon. <coughs> yeah. I really like Arby's. But yeah, that Arbinator, that's one I wanted to try. I just never got around to trying. I wonder if they still have it. I don't know. It's usually I feel their like things, they do. Usually their things last forever. Yeah. Like Taco Bell, it's like clockwork once a month. They change it, some new thing. Yes. But I feel like Arby's lasts for like three or four months. and then Well, and they've had thing. the gyros, 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 however you gyros, call them. Gyros, 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 And they've had those for like six months now. Yeah. I could... They they can take them oh off gosh, the menu. I might go point. to Arby's today. I yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, Carl's Jr. and Hardee's has their Fruit Loop donuts. Did you see these things? Super colorful. They're like you know mini donuts, like Hostess or whatever. Like donut holes. No donuts. Oh, like okay. Yeah, okay. like donuts, little donuts, and they were all five of the colors that the Fruit Loops would be would be. <coughs> and they were and they tasted like Fruit Loop cereal. They didn't Did have you like, have them? No, no, no. But oh. that's what all the reviews said. They didn't have like crushed up Fruit Loops on them or in them. They just had a f- the flavor of Fruit Loops. Okay, it was very strange. I'm not a fan of Fruit Loops, but they were certainly colorful. You're not a fan of Fruit Loops, uh, so I guess you're not a fan of like Tricks because it's about the no, same I like flavor. Tricks and it's I about like the fruity, same flavor. I like it? Tricks and I like Fruity Pebbles. It is something about the loop that I don't like. Weird. I know. I don't like my cereal to be a ring. I don't. Where does it end and where does it begin? <laughs> You're so rude. But uh, no, I do, no, I brought that up because we just bought a box of tricks for the first time for Eli and Johnny uh-huh. because they're back to the fruit shapes. Are they? Yeah. Oh, I think I did know that. I refused. Yeah, we talked about it on the show, actually. Okay. We talked about that that was coming back. Um because I refuse to buy them as the stupid little circles ball pellets. Yeah. Uh, forget that. I don't need my 
mean, that fruity version of kicks for goodness sake <laughs> tricks was all about the fruit shapes i even voted in that stupid poll back in the 90s about what the next fruit shape was supposed to be did you really it was between a raspberry and a blue raspberry and the raspberry was like the grapes, but it was but You it was chose red, the raspberry. And the blue was just a circle. Because there is no such thing as a blue raspberry. <clears throat> and I did choose the raspberry. But they just pulled a sneaky sneak on us and said, we're going to mix them. And they swirled them together in the commercial. And it was blue with a red center. And that was the raspberry. It was both red and blue. And they still have it. It's still in there. Huh. <clears throat> right? That's not a thing at all. A blue raspberry yeah. with a red center. Yeah. But they have it. That's a fruit, apparently. It's a thing right. to tricks. So the next one, Sonic's Pickle Juice Slushy. <gasps> which apparently was more sweet than it was It was so awful. It was yeah. disgusting. It was the worst. And I was so excited. Because right. we love pickle too. juice. Yeah. It was and disgusting. then you told me about it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to try that. I think that sounds awful. <laughs> we each took one sip of it because Mila was the one who ordered it. She's yeah. a huge pickle fan. Yeah. She was the one who ordered it and she took a sip and she's like, I don't really like this. And we're like, seriously? Come on. This is what you wanted. You know, then we took a sip and we're like, oh, yeah, this is awful. <laughs> what else do you want? We'll order you another drink. This is garbage. <laughs> it was terrible. So that was a letdown. Yeah. Sonic pickle juice slushy. <laughs> Yep. Uh, how about Popeye's gold dusted chicken? No. Champagne battered 24 karat gold coated chicken wings released for one day only to celebrate their 3000th location. Nope. <laughs> so that was like legitimate gold on things. Yeah. Uh, KFC came out with their waffle double down, uh, a breakfast sandwich <laughs> with two pieces of fried chicken in lieu of a bun and a waffle in between. <laughs> So, did you know that RKFC here in town sold out of the chicken and waffles within a week of getting it? I did not know that. So, I went to go get the chicken and waffles, and they're like, oh, no, sorry, yeah, we I'm sold sorry. out. Well, that must have been really what? popular. Yeah, I was not happy. Or, or they did what McDonald's did with the first release of the, re-release of the Szechuan sauce, and barely sent any. Yeah. Like, That's kind of my thought. Remember, is that McDonald's, they McDonald's said went on this huge thing. We're coming out with the re-release of the Szechuan sauce for one day only. Come and they send like every store twenty packets. Yeah, but they had like every store had like lines of people, mm-hmm. and so everybody was mad. And that's why when you came back a couple months later, even if you didn't order the Szechuan sauce, they put one in your bag because they sent thousands to every store after that. Good because they felt like garbage. <laughs> And I have one Do you still really? in my office. I like kept it. <laughs> like it might be worth something. Someday. <laughs> it might be. You Put it on know. eBay, get 50 bucks for it. It's a win, right? Yeah, I guess All so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tried the waffle double down either. And I guess I know why. Uh, all right. Okay. How about this monstrosity? Chili's Boss Burger. Have you seen this thing? Uh, I haven't. It's still around. Okay. It's got bacon sausage, pulled rib meat, brisket, and a half-pound beef patty. Not to mention cheddar cheese, ranch, barbecue sauce, lettuce, tomato. It is 1,650 calories, and it measures half a foot in height. As burgers go, it is also pricey. It's fourteen ninety nine, 
I don't feel burger. like that's bad for everything that you're getting. No, of course on. not. But when you compare it to most burgers, anyway, or standard burgers, it's high. But gosh, that's such a big dang burger. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't be able to get like a whole bite in my mouth at once, you know? Yeah, there's no way. You're going to have to eat high. it in layers. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Just get a little piece on the <coughs> fork of each <laughs> each that, layer. That's the work there. That's Right? That's dissection. That's why I don't that's like surgery. to eat watermelon <laughs> because I have to work for the melon and I don't I don't want that. Yeah, so, too much work. Yeah. Too much work for watermelon. It's not even that great of a melon. Agreed. Get some flavor, watermelon. Well, I shouldn't have to put salt on you to enjoy you. Do you put salt on your watermelon? I don't put anything on good. my watermelon because I don't like watermelon. Well, next time you're forced to eat watermelon, put some salt on it. Okay. That's the only way I'll eat it anymore. Yeah. Uh, Duncan. Duncan's Cosmic Culottes. Galaxy-inspired, colorful frozen beverages... Released along with a matching donut. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Sounds good. I imagine it's similar to the weird unicorn frappe from Starbucks True. or something. Just a bunch of weird food colored. Smart thinking. Yeah. Yep. Which okay. I'm sure just they loved making for everybody. Oh, I'm sure. To post on Instagram mm-hmm. and not drink. That's the only reason that you got it was to for the Instagram post. That was it. <laughs> I feel sad for what Starbucks is putting their people through. Because now they're doing a special weird drink for every holiday. Yeah. And they had the witch's brew thing, which was like green and orange. I didn't see that. Yeah. They didn't have anything for Christmas. Did they not do a special one for Christmas? No, they well, I guess it's because they have like special flavors for Christmas, like the but peppermint they, mocha and stuff. Like, like they didn't even they come all, out with they do a that all year too. Yeah, they didn't even come out with a good one this year. It's mm. like they're they have no game. <laughs> they lost it all. Uh, they used it all up on the Halloween one. Yep. All right, and the last one, which I really wanted to experience and I wasn't able to, the one time we went to Panera this year was Panera's double bread bowl. That's right. It was smaller than the normal bread bowl, but separated into like an eight shape. And so they would cut out two holes in the bread bowl. And then you could fill one up with like soup and the other one up with like a bacon mac and cheese or two soups or two macs and cheese. Looked great. <coughs> Looked great. I'm. Yeah. Have you eaten Panera? Mm-hmm. Do you like yeah. Panera? Do you like yeah. their bread bowls? Uh. I typically don't get the bread bowls. When I go, I... What did I get this last time that we went? When we were home, we went to Panera. I don't even remember what I got. Mm. Well, last time I went, which was in our our trip to California. 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 Uh, I got a bread bowl with their tomato soup. This is the first time I ever had that. Mm -hmm. And hot dang, if that ain't some good tomato soup. Yeah. The bread was fantastic, too, but that soup was what I was writing home about. I feel like tomato soup is hit or miss. Yeah, absolutely. You got to, if you're going to do just tomato soup, you got to be on your top game. notch. Yep. I was trying not to say on your game because I just talked about how Starbucks wasn't on their game. Oh. <laughs> so Probably why I said it. It was fresh in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some bad tomato soup, but then again, even like... Campbell's tomato soup is pretty good. Campbell's tomato soup is my favorite. Yeah. To be totally honest, that it's just what it is. 
put a little bit of cheese, a little bit of sour cream. It's amazing. We usually have that with grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. So. And just dip it. Dunk, dunk just, it in there. Yep. Let it get let it soggy. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> All right, Matthew. And then I drink it after that. Like, I the, put the bowl up uh-huh, and drink yes. it. Yes. Deja sits there with a spoon and slurps. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Just drink it. Drink it. It's the one soup you don't need a spoon with. <laughs> so those were it. Those were the wackiest, ridiculous fast food menu items of 2018. Pretty good class. Of which I've only tried two. Sure. So Yeah, same here. Of course. But still, sounds good. Except yeah. for that pickle juice slushy. Sounds uh, awful. <laughs> uh, all right. Here we go rip-offs that you're falling for are you ready great i really hope i'm not falling for any of these things who's ready to not be ripped off anymore open up thing all right here we go (coughs) number one number one number one bottled water As we both have a bottle of water sitting in front of us. The idea that companies are somehow bottling pure mystical mountain water run through filters constructed by elves is garbage. As several sources have pointed out, almost every major brand, including Aquafina and Dasani, bottle municipal tap water. The same stuff with the same fluoride and other goodies that comes through your sink. Okay, so here's the thing. 100%, I don't think that it's mystical water at all. I'm just thankful that it's not Clovis water. Right, because Clovis water tastes awful. Yeah, it's... And did you know that Canon, the base, has been linked to quite a few investigations recently as to the contaminants that are in the water being given to those living in base housing? So, Eek. yeah, don't, um, <coughs> don't drink the water. Just, just saying. Did you know that in our prison system, the quality of water can be literally just a few percentage points away from, uh, completely undrinkable legally? Really? Legally? Yeah. Like people will develop scale, scales on their body. They will get all kinds of internal issues. And it's perfectly legal. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Because we treat inmates like garbage. <clears throat> but anyway, what you're buying uh, for $1.25, you can drink at home for one-tenth of a penny. Uh, and so if your water tastes fine, then just drink it, y'all. Yeah. Chris actually did a, when he was in college a couple years ago, he did a science project in one of his science classes on the... Like Fiji, Dasani, Aquafina, and then our tap water. Yeah. And Fiji, the one who you would think right. is like top notch. Fancy water. Yeah, it had the, the square most, bottle. It had the most contaminants <laughs> in it. Even more than our tap water. Wow. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And then our tap water and Dasani were equal hmm. at number one. So Yeah. That's why we, we buy Dasani. It's it is a ripoff, but whatever. <laughs> All right, tell me You're how else. You're paying more I'm... for water than you do. So are you? So hush. for gas, <laughs> almost. Oh, or no, man. it's more for milk than you do for gas. Not more for water, but still, you're paying a lot for water. Yeah. And so do I. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's more for convenience, because I know I'll drink it if it's in a bottle form. If I'm having to 
make it out of the fill tap water, fill up a glass, or, yeah. or having to sit down. I just won't drink it. I know I won't. What? So this is more out of if I if I have to drink water, I'm going to make it as convenient as possible, so I will. Yeah. And that's what this is. I'm the same way, though. <clears throat> Sorry if it ruins my carbon footprint, Al Gore, but look, I got I to gotta do me, man. All right, next thing you're getting ripped off on is warranties on electronics. It's not hard to be paranoid right after you bought something expensive, but 90% of the time, the price of the warranty is equal to or slightly more than the average price of a repair. Mm -hmm. In other words, you're buying peace of mind, not a repair. Yep. Uh, 18, all the extra crap they offer you at your oil change. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> they make it sound like your car is just days away from breaking down if you don't change this filter or jobby, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> take it to your local mechanic who values hard work rather than a quick buck uh, on occasion. Also, you don't need to get your oil changed every three months unless you are dri- driving for a living. Mm-hmm. Uh, your oil is rated for up to 15,000 miles. Mm-hmm. You don't need it every 3000 At least double it. Get your money's worth. Yeah. Just a little life hack <laughs> from a penny pincher. <laughs> <clears throat> Number seven, travel size of anything. These only exist because of desperation. Plan ahead and avoid this obvious scam. Buy the travel size once and then refill it yourself. I buy travel size. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> but we're wasting so much money. We are. We're buying packaging. Extra packaging. It's true. Uh, Next, razor blades. Several years ago, stories broke in the U.S. and U.K. about companies colluding to raise prices on razor blades illegally. Stories have made a slight dent, but those razor blades are marked up nearly 5,000% based on their production costs. Avoid big-name razor refills and buy generic cartridges in bulk. They might not have the most insane advancements in razor blade technology, but that's okay. You'll be fine. Uh, Also, (laughs) you can buy a pack of razor blades, and instead of just letting them go dull after you know a week or two, run the thing backwards up your arm, or if you're too scared to do it on your arm, up your jeans. Mm -hmm. You know, run it backwards, not to where you're cutting anything, but the opposite direction. It will essentially remove all the nicking stuff on there Hmm. that will cut you. And you'll have a almost fresh razor again. It can last you ten times as long wow. as you normally would use it. Well, what you do you do know? that every time. <clears throat> hmm. Save yourself some money. I buy one package, one four package uh, of razor blades a year for my head. Really? Shave my entire head. I haven't been doing it as much lately because I get lazy. But when I was doing it every every single week, once a week, shaving my entire head, one four-pack of blades will last me an entire year, if not longer. Hmm. <coughs> With no cuts, no nicks, no nothing. Interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Starbucks coffee. That's number 15. You know the truth. It's been staring you in the face for years. Ready for it? Here it is. Coffee is freaking cheap to produce. But is this article going to stop you? No, it's not. It won't stop any of us. So I'm I'm wondering <laughs> if they mean like buying the the grounds in the bag. Because, you know, you can go to the grocery store and buy the brand yeah. of Starbucks grounds. And that's expensive, too. Just, and make yeah. it at home. Or if they... No, they mean going to Starbucks. Okay. Yeah. 
wasting all that money on what is essentially brown water. Cost you 50 cents anywhere else. You know, though, if you order <coughs> just a black coffee from the donut place that I get my coffee from, it's only 75 cents. Yeah. So. Seriously. Yeah. Coffee is cheap. Yeah. If you're going there, but if you're going to Starbucks and getting your frappe mocha whip goobble gobbles, <laughs> then you're buying a shake. You're not buying coffee. So it's that's true. different. It's true. <laughs> I agree. I'm glad that you say that. I finally, you you have finally agreed with me on something. <laughs> we agree on a lot of things. What are you we talking about? We do agree on a lot of things. But uh, when you add all that other stuff to it, it's not coffee anymore. <laughs> it's not. It's a liquid dessert. <laughs> you are not doing your body any help. <laughs> Neither am I, apparently, because I can't talk now, but... Anyway, go ahead, Matt. <laughs> uh, number 14, electronic electronics cables. Uh, big electric stores are having trouble competing against online. Part of the solution is tricking you, your parents, and your gullible grandparents to buy a $12 HDMI cable for 50 bucks. In case you didn't know, all cables are pretty much created equal. You don't need something gold-plated. Just go online. Mm-hmm. 13, funerals. Not too often that funerals get mentioned in the same sentence as ripoffs, probably because no one wants to complain about how expensive it is to bury their loved one. But at average, uh, the price is $6,000. That's an awful lot for a whole Iraq and 30 minutes in a car. It's true. It's true. Again, <clears throat> another reason I'm being cremated. Cremated, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fountain soda. Restaurants buy the soda for a fraction of the $2 they charge you for your cup. On top of that, the whole product is like 90% water, carbonated water. The margins are certainly in their favor, plus it's super unhealthy. Work on developing that weird Stockholm Syndrome skinny people have where they claim to prefer water anyway. (laughs) But there's something so much better about a fountain soda. It is better. Well, I mean, it's definitely a better deal than bottled soda, even. Yeah. Like individual bottled sodas. Yeah. Uh, but. But the taste of a fountain soda yeah. to me is. It's because it's got fresh carbonation. Okay. It's fresh carbonation mixed with the, the soda syrup. So you're getting what, you know, has been in a bottle for weeks. That, yeah. Fresh right there at your fingertips. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah. But it's still a ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially if you're at the dang movie theater and you're paying five twenty five for your small soda. So went to the movies the other day and, mm-hmm. you know, took the kids and Chris and we all went as a family and mm-hmm. after the tickets and then after the snacks and the drinks and everything, I think it came to like $93 or something for everything. And I looked at Chris and said, well, we spent less than $100 at the movies. <laughs> it's a good day. Going to be a good year. Jeez. Merry Christmas, everybody. Right? <laughs> this was your gift. <laughs> that's all the money we had. Yep. That's uh, it. All right. Number 11, ink cartridges. The whole industry revolves around selling you a cheap printer so they can sell you overpriced ink for the rest of your life. Not much to do here other than buy a new printer every time you run out of ink. (laughs) 
if possible, print stuff at school or work for quote unquote free. <laughs> but I think it's so dumb that they have manufactured these to stop working when one thing st- runs out. Yeah. Used to, if one thing ran out and you printed something that had that color, it just didn't print that color. Mm-hmm. So it looked garbage, but you still would get what you needed. If I have black ink and I'm wanting to print something in black and white, but I'm out of cyan, mm-hmm. it should not stop me from printing yep. what I need to print. But it does. Oh, man. All right. That's half. That's all I have. Here we go. Number 10. Jeez. Gym memberships. Well, let's understand that people start gym memberships and then quit. Fine print in the contracts usually includes steep fines for cancellation. Some, like Ballet Total Fitness, even state that you can't cancel your membership unless you die or move to a city without a gym. (laughs) You can't cancel. Jogging, push-ups, and sit-ups are free, folks. Try some of those before you commit to a whole membership. Speaking as a man who is now paid... uh, I mean, I'm at the cheapest gym because Planet Fitness is pretty inexpensive. Yeah. You pay that one thing in July and then you pay 10 bucks a month. Yeah. So it's less than $200 total for the year. But still, based on how many times I went to the gym this year, that's a hundred times $100 a visit. <laughs> oh, it's sad when you put it in those words. And, and, I, and yes, I'm so depressed immediately. And we pay double that because I have the the black card, which yeah. is twenty dollars a oh, month. Oh right. You're and to give you all the somehow Chris thought that it was a good idea for him to also get the black card. So now we're paying forty dollars a month. So that and neither one of you are going. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right, number nine. Premium gas. Premium gas isn't magically better for your car, and it doesn't clean your engine any better. The only difference between premium gas and regular gas is that premium gas is higher octane, or it's less combustible, which is is necessary in very specific, high-performance engines in those really, really expensive cars that most of us will never own. You most likely do not have a very specific high-performance engine. You don't know what I got. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember uh, my father-in-law used to say, you know, you pay now or you pay later. So he would always buy the premium gas. I'm like, look, I understand it with this one car that you've had for 37 years Mm -hmm. that you want to keep running. But now that you've stopped with that and you're buying new cars every couple, every three or four years, Mm -hmm. five years, transitioning out to a new car. What's You're never going to get to the point, yeah, yeah, where the gas is doing you anything but costing you more money. Yep. <clears throat> uh, number eight, all-you-can-eat buffets. Well, this sounds counterintuitive, right? Yeah. Uh, if you can eat $15 worth of food, then there is three things going on. One of three things going on. Either you are abnormally hungry, you suffer from a severe case of gluttony, or you are being seriously ripped off. Cooking for yourself is always the way to save money, but if you're going out, find a place with local fresh food. Infinite pizza under a heat lamp isn't worth $15. That's about how much it costs, like, going to Furs, I remember. It's like $12 to $15. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
It's, yeah. And I feel like it's gotten more expensive over the years because I used to think that it was a good deal. Yeah. You go and... Eat whatever you want. You skip lunch, but you go just a little bit early for dinner, so... So you just have the one meal? Yeah. Nope. (laughs) Even then, it's still pretty high. Yeah. But that's at least better, money-wise. All right, number seven. This one, I think, is obvious. Hotel mini bars. Uh, full of a bunch of food and drinks that they're going to cost you, oh, eight times as much as a normal thing. Yeah. Uh, hotels know that you're lazy and don't want to leave the room, and for this reason they trap you with the smallest, most ridiculously expensive bags of potato chips and soft drinks you have ever seen. Hopefully the only people still buying $15 Tolberones are doing it on an expense account. If that's not you, then stop. And they make it in the weird, they get them all this in this weird shapes that you can't buy in any store to to put back yourself. Coca-Cola bottles that are tall and thin and crooked. Yep. (laughs) It's true. Uh, Number six, free credit reports. Mm. Why would anyone fall for this anyway? In the U.S., you're allowed one free credit check per year. Companies peddling the service are actually selling you on some other product you didn't even want or need. All right, lastly, we're going into our top five here. Number five, branded painkillers. While in so some like Advil or Advil, Tylenol. Tylenol. Okay. Uh, while in some industries, generic brands really are lower quality, that's not the case for most pharmaceuticals. Medication companies are legally required to use the exact same chemical composition in their branded versions. That means that Advil is 100% exactly the same as generic ibuprofen. There is not one difference except the label and the price. I think... (laughs) I mean, we buy, like, the store brand Mm -hmm. stuff, but if there was ever a time that I was going to splurge and buy the name brand, it's going to be with pharmaceuticals. Really? Because I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like if there's ever a time that I'm going to go with the the, uh, generic version, it's going to be with, like, ibuprofen and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. And I'm it's just, always worked for me. I, yeah, it works. I'm just leery about, like... Just because it's medicine? Yeah. Hmm. I get you. You know... I get you. You just never... But it's not like they're going to put... You never know. <laughs> they put poison in it. They might. Ah. I just... They just don't care when they're making those generics. I right? spilled a vat of poison. Exactly. In this thing. And AIDS blood right in the middle of it. And then True we sold story. it. Everybody's sick now. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Number four, this is another obvious one, college textbooks. My gosh, I feel sorry for everybody in college. Not only have they gotten more expensive, the price tags have increased at twice the rate of inflation over the past 20 years. Ask college kids how often they even use their books, and it's pretty clear that this whole industry is a racket. How on earth can I walk into a college bookstore by Four textbooks, and it costs $2,000. Yeah. That is insane. Mm -hmm. All for them to come out with a brand new version by the end of the year, and I can't sell it back. Yes. Hashtag truth. 
How can there be a new version of the history book every two years? Matt, because history is constantly ongoing. In five you seconds. You learning about the last three years in, in your history seconds, book. In five seconds, this conversation is history. My history book ends in the 1800s. <laughs> uh, how is English being updated every two years? Now that I agree with. How is math being updated every two years? Because Common Core. <laughs> Uh, I can understand science. I can understand science having enough advancement that it needs to be updated every couple years. Because we do come up with a lot of cool new stuff every really quickly. Especially in our day now. Yeah. But, of course, not all science, but we're not learning that much more about photosynthesis now than <laughs> we've ever known. But when it comes to stuff like... Uh, you know, when we get into robotics and yeah. and things like that and yeah. virtual reality and all those kind of things. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, rip off central. Uh, another one, movie theater popcorn. It's uh, so good. <laughs> this one isn't so much the fault of the movie theater as it is of the movie executives with fat wallets. The theater will have to give up nearly 70% of your ticket price to Hollywood. So in order to make up for that, they have to charge more for popcorn and other concessions. That stinks. Yeah. So while we blame the theaters, which it does suck because that's where we, uh, that's where we get the end of it, it's really their only way to survive. So think about that every time you sneak in your own candy and that's true, or your box of ribs in your back pocket. Who can fit a box of ribs in their back pocket? Don't you remember in the 90s when everyone had those really big jeans with the really big pockets? The Jenkos. Yeah. <laughs> you could put any, you could put a whole ham back there and carry it. I do miss those <laughs> pants. Uh, I had one pair of those kind of pants. They weren't Jenkos, but they were a knockoff of Jenkos, I yeah. guess. But yeah, they were all big and wide and weird. <laughs> That's why I <laughs> slowly dipped into the the punk scene and then kind of backed out a little yeah, bit that was me that was totally me i could like, do this whoa no i can't okay you got weird choke chains on now yep. it's starting to freak me out I'm not like, doing that anymore where's my plaid button down i'll go back in khaki jeans khaki khaki pants everybody's wearing trench coats i'm out of this one <laughs> i'm hoping to have something underneath the trench coats right uh let's see so yeah popcorn don't blame your theater, man. Blame the movies themselves. Uh, number two, wireless cancellation fees. While it's understandable that giving discounts on phones in exchange for a certain amount of service time would lead to support this clause, it's also led to the most mobile carriers having awful customer service in the process. Everyone should just stay away from contracts if they can, uh, but it's almost impossible. Go to Boost. And number one, the tax on the poor. Lottery tickets. You have a better chance of dying on your way to pick up your lottery ticket than actually winning. The lottery is fun sometimes, but if you happen to win a few bucks in a scratch-off, go home. Don't turn around and spend it on more losing tickets. Because you've just won and then given it back to them. It's true. Uh, yeah. I did win $15 with my scratchers from my stocking for Christmas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I won $50 in Vegas 
I turned right around and put it all back in the machine. Never saw it again. <laughs> and that's why I know I can't start doing the lottery thing. That's why I didn't buy one with that big billion dollar mega millions thing yep. a couple months ago. Because I'm like, I can't. Because I had the itch. Yeah. I stood there in front of that dang machine at the grocery store across the street uh, the the day of the drawing going, it's not that much money. Just get a few of them. Just one time. And then I heard myself saying all that. I'm like, that's exactly what the devil would say <laughs> right in my ear. <laughs> Good for you, Matt. So I walked away. But yeah. <laughs> so get that's, behind me, so, Satan. <laughs> so those are them. Those are the biggest ripoffs that you've probably been tricked into buying. Uh, this is this comes from list25.com uh, by Alex McDonald. That was his post. Uh, really good stuff. Yeah. And uh, hopefully some stuff that you've learned. Eh? Yeah. Maybe make some better decisions. Stop being a, a dope. I really didn't <laughs> think you were going to say dope. What did you think I was going to say? Douchebag. <laughs> you can't say that on the radio. <laughs> You asked! You asked! You've got to stop asking me these things. I apologize, America. (laughs) Mo's lack of couth. Her uncouthness. Uncouthiness. Whatever. (laughs) All right, we're over again. We're over. We are. Do the quick ask us anything. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Our question for today, what movie or TV quotes do you use on a regular basis? I have two that I know already. One's from The Office and one's from Parks and Recreation. The Office, Deidre and I both use uh, uh, Kevin's line from the second episode of the show when they did Diversity Day. Everyone was wearing a thing on their forehead that said what kind of race they were and they didn't know what they were and the other people had to ask questions and try and guess what they were. And so... He was talking to someone who was Jamaican, and he said, do you want to get high? And she said, no. And his reply was, I think you do, man. And so Deidre and I say, I think you do, man, all the time whenever (laughs) we say no to each other. You want to get me a drink? No. I think you do, man. (laughs) And the other one, which I use all the time, is from John Ralphio, which is him singing, the worst. Yep. Yep. I think we all do that one yeah, for the most that's, part. That's a group one. Yeah. Um, now. Kara did that all the time. Kara did that. I think I started doing it after Kara did it. Yeah. Yeah. She would always um, sing, the world. <laughs> and so I only, I say a lot of, a lot from oh, friends. Yeah. I mean, Deidre and I say tons. Chris and I say it like, I, remember I mean, on a daily basis, we say at least five lines from friends <laughs> to each other. And but like, what is something that's become a constant? Well, the worst we say. Yeah. Um. With Kevin, when Kevin was still the pastor here, I would say to him all the time, "I will set a fire in the bathroom," which is also <laughs> from Parks and Rec <laughs> when Mona Lisa wanted to leave. <laughs> So, and I would call, I would say, boss man. (laughs) And then I would ask him if we could do something and he would typically say no. And I would say, I will set a fire in the bathroom. (laughs) So, but that, like, 
I don't think that I say things on a regular basis. I say things to people. Like, yeah. I have commentary with people. Like, that was like only cert- for you have, Kevin. Yeah, you have, like, certain quotes that you'll use with certain people. Yeah, like, well, with Chris, how you doing, <laughs> which is Joey from Joey, Friends. And that, yeah, it just... Yeah, that works. Um, <laughs> it's a regular basis. It doesn't say with everybody. So. Yeah. That's answering the question. Yeah. All right. That's we it. are heading out. Uh, stick around. We'll be back in just a little bit. Close out the show. your bible verse and thought for the day here we go bible verse of the day psalm 90 12 teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom and our thought for the day comes from clovis g chapel mm-hmm. yeah. it is better to make a thousand failures than to be too cowardly to ever undertake anything mm. actually that might be Chappelle. clovis g Chappelle. oh sorry i think so no, I, you know, I read it wrong, too. My bad. Uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, we're normally here every Monday through Thursday, starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore presentation at 10 a.m. Eastern and 7 a.m. Pacific. If you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits mashed together into a podcast for you over on backrowradio.com or most places that you find podcasts. Be sure to turn... Tune in. Turn up. <laughs> Turn the radio. It up. Tune in tomorrow and Friday for your my friend and I trust you with Donnie and Jordan as they kick off your weekend with Throwback Thursday and Feel Good Friday. And we'll see you again on Monday. Also tune in for Chapter Day morning this Saturday starting at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, where you can hear amazing shows like Hear No Evil, the Free Play Podcast, and Not Another Baptist Not Another Baptist Podcast. <laughs> you can find the schedule on backrowradio.com. Mo. What's the final word? 2019, people. Whoop, whoop, whoop. That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye.